All right, welcome to this episode of Voices of Highland Podcast. I'm your host, Frank Lipsky, and I have a co-host today. Gina, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Good to have my wonderful wife on this episode. This is your first show, right, as a co-host? Yes. All right, so our guest in studio today is Dan Neltner, and Dan is an entrepreneur and business owner. Uh, Along with his wife, Lisa, they own Dent Specialists, which is a paintless dent removal company. And they're based here in the Highland area. How you doing, Dan? Good. Thanks for having me, Frank and Gina. <laughs> My pleasure. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and, and where'd you grow up? Originally from Marine. Grew up there. Lived here ever since. I have a wife, Lisa, and two kids, Madison and Chase. Both teenagers right now. So interesting. <laughs> yeah, challenging <laughs> to say the least, right? <laughs> So how'd you get involved with uh, dent removal and tell us your story? Right out of high school, I started working at a trailer manufacturing place. And then I thought I wanted to be a machinist, got into that for a few years, went through apprenticeship program doing that and uh, learned quite a bit there. One New Year's, went to Lake of the Ozarks with some friends. A buddy of mine was got into doing paintless dent repair and we were talking about it. I said, man, it sounds pretty interesting. I think I'd be interested in doing something like that and then company he worked for I got on there um they had a hailstorm so I started working for them worked with them for 13 years and then got my own business going shortly after that so initially I guess when you were a technician is that what it would be called you you were kind of have tools will travel right you went everywhere yeah and I kind of they were a St. Louis based business um further west in St. Louis, and I kind of concentrated on the Highland area. It's kind of my starting grounds, like the dealerships around here, and I still service them. Just kind of kept building up the Illinois side because all those guys went to the Missouri side and did work there, and I kind of wanted to build up Illinois and service people over here. So then when did you decide to actually go off on your own and start your own business? About 14 years ago is when we got started with our business in Highland. So, Dan, a lot of people probably are wondering, and I know I've had this thought too, if I have a small dent in my door, you know, somebody opened their door at a parking lot and dented my door, normally I would go to a body shop and think that's how I need to have that repaired. What's the difference between having a body shop do that work and potentially having a paintless dent repair? That's a good question because a lot of people don't really know what we can do on some of this stuff. So it doesn't hurt at all to have us take a look at it. You know, if it's anything in question, we'll gladly take a look at it and see if it's something we can possibly repair for you. There is bigger stuff we do that sometimes people don't realize that you don't have to have your vehicle repainted to get something repaired. So really, the if I understand right, the savings would be for me as the car owner is that if it can be repaired without having to do paint or sanding, all those kinds of major things that might have to be done at a body shop. If you can do that, you know, without having to mess with the paint, it's going to save me money. Not always as much saving money as it is saving your factory finish that holds up longer and also a less invasive process on your vehicle when you're not grinding the paint off and stuff like that. If you don't have to, sometimes you've got to go that route. That's the only way to fix it. But So uh, all dents obviously can't be repaired in that manner. So People are going to come to you. They're going to get an estimate for free, I'm sure. And you'll right. let them know if you're able to help them or if, if you'd recommend something else. One yes, of the local body shops. for sure. I, I always do what's best for the 
customer and their vehicle's best interest. If it's something that I think is questionable, I'm going to let them know and why. Because sometimes there's a dent that may be too big and too sharp and stretched that we can't repair. And that's something I'm going to let someone know. So, Dan, how long does it usually take to do your the repair? Like if it's a hail car or something like that, that might take several days, part of a week, just depending how bad the damage is. And if it's like a bigger dent in the vehicle, it might take a few days. Smaller dent, you can maybe get done in half a day, maybe a few hours, something like that, depending how small it is, if it's a really minor dent. So, Dan, if there's a hailstorm, does insurance pay for that? How yes. Do, how do, it does yep. do that, That's a comprehensive claims. claim, which is kind of like, and a lot of people don't understand that either, that a comprehensive claim is like an act of God, like a deer running out in front of your car. That doesn't ding your insurance record like a collision. So you might as well claim it and get your vehicle fixed. The only thing it's going to cost you is your deductible. So I know, Dan, for myself, I, I hate to admit it, but I've had dents that, you know, I get a dent. Like I said, somebody hits it with a car door and I end up leaving it there for six months or a year. And I, I just haven't had time to mess with it. It's not affecting driving the vehicle. Uh, does that, is that an issue? If somebody waits, you know, six months or a year, you know, with that dent? No, that, that doesn't affect it at all. As long as a, there's no paint damage, that's the only time you've kind of need to get it touched up or something if there's paint damage. So Dan, tell us a little bit about the actual sort of work, the back end of this. I mean, what types of tools, how do you do this? How do, what's the difference between, you know, a, a paintless dent repair versus somebody that's cutting sheet metal and sanding and bondo and all that? There's a couple different processes that we use to repair the dents. We're saving your factory finish, so we're either working it from the backside, which will gain access through a hole, sometimes down a window, and we put a window guard over the window to slide a tool down in there. We have different shape. A lot of them are stainless steel tools, different shapes and sizes to get in different areas to get access to the backside. Sometimes you got to slide between braces or underneath the door skin that protect you inside your vehicle in an accident. And then also there is glue pulling from the top side where you take hot glue tabs, put it on the I'm sure most people have seen the little infomercial things like on Facebook has them where they got the little glue tab. That does work, but you can also do a lot of damage if you don't know how far you're pulling and you can really pull it too far sometimes with that. So I know one of the things that we all kind of see when it happens, a storm comes through in the spring and, you know, we get the big hail storm and there's the major damage and it seems like overnight all of a sudden the insurance companies are putting tents up and, doing these rapid, like, you know, come get your car checked out. Do you have any tips for the listeners as far as how they can make sure they're safe when that, when that happens? Cause you hear these horror stories of fly by night type companies that, that prey on people that are in those situations. Sure. Yeah. And we've dealt with a lot of hailstorms over the years. And in fact, we had one last December where a whole dealership, I think we did 150 cars for them that got hit with pretty major hail damage in Litchfield last year regular customers that have damage, you know, they can contact us and we're happy to help them. And we can walk them through the process and look at their car and kind of guide them along that way because sometimes the insurance companies will put you to their preferred shop, but you don't have to go to their preferred shops. They want you to because that's easier on them. So, Dan, is it a requirement that 
people go through their insurance, the company that their insurance referred them to, or like you said, can they go elsewhere to someone like you instead? It's their choice to pick the shop they want to repair their vehicle. The insurance can suggest who they want to do it. It's their choice who they want to repair their vehicle because it's their vehicle. From being from Highland, do you have insurance companies that you've worked closely with before? Yes. During hailstorms? And And I've dealt with a lot of different adjusters and different insurance companies and worked with them. And we've got work through everybody's claims and get their cars fixed. The main thing is getting their car back to the way it was before the accident or hail damage happened. Just the way it was before. We're trying to make it exactly like it never happened. That's our goal. So, Dan, we've talked about what your business, what you do for your business. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about why you decided to become a business owner and open your own business. What are some of the challenges that you have faced having your own business? It's a lot of time and effort in it. And as the internet and everything evolves, so does your marketing. Just keeping yourself out there, letting people know your business, your what you offer you know, managing the phones. and So let's talk a little bit about that, Dan. In the beginning, how did you promote your business to get your name out there? It was pretty much uh, just doing the dealer work and then word of mouth and customers that, and I'll still get customers that call me from years ago that say, hey, you fixed this for me. And, you know, over so many cars, you don't remember all of them, but, you know, sometimes I do. And uh, repeat customers, which is a good thing that you did something right, that you got them coming back and uh, it's amazing people that live in Highland that even know me and don't even realize what we do. Yeah, still trying to get that out there even more and just managing the business, making appointments, keeping the schedule. It is a challenge keeping it all mm-hmm. <laughs> going forward and trying to keep all our customers happy and providing a good service to all of them. Sometimes it's late nights and early mornings. Right. So Dan, I know, you know, you bring up the customer service aspect of it. And I, I did look, uh, I know on your website, you have several videos that are either before and afters of your work or testimonials from customers. I'm sure that's something that definitely helps your business and adds the credibility that you have so many local people that have done testimonials for you and things like that. Yeah. Usually try and ask customers to do that if they're willing to do that. Not everybody's comfortable in front of a camera myself included sometimes or on a podcast right? <laughs> yes yeah yeah but i would go down to florida they have a tool show like it's usually january february and uh now i think they're doing it twice a year they just did one in vegas in september so that was the first one kind of seeing how that went but it's a tool show for our industry and people bring out the new products and stuff that they're bringing to market for it's kind of a niche industry. So it's kind of lets you get hands on. And then over the last four years, they had an advanced skills class that was like top guys kind of networking together on building your business, being better with what you're doing tool wise and just the new techniques. And I try and stay on all that cutting edge new stuff coming along. One of the big things is the new hybrid cars coming out. But there was a hybrid class on how to depower those hybrid cars so we could work on them. I got certified on that also. Right. Yeah. There's, I mean, me, obviously by career, I'm a firefighter. I deal with uh, the same thing. You know, we're responding and it's actually pretty interesting. The technology now, a lot of the dealer or a lot of the manufacturers 
are putting QR codes on the cars that we can scan if they're involved in an accident. They're in about three or four locations on the car, and you can scan it, and it'll bring up that drawing that will immediately tell you where all the hazards are, what you shouldn't cut, how you turn the power off. So Really? Definitely. I, I was going to ask you that because I was wondering if you guys had training like that on how to depower a hybrid and stuff. Yeah, and we the class is just probably similar to yours that we go to are the same thing. They give you sort of a general overview of, of all hybrid cars, but then you want to go to each manufacturer. So, you know, if, if BMW is an example, they were the first ones to start the QR code process. Yeah. And actually any, I don't remember the year, but it was something like everyone that's been built within the last, you know, five years has those stickers. But the other thing they're doing is on the older ones, whenever they go in for maintenance to a dealer, that's one of the alerts and the dealer will actually apply the stickers to even an older model. So you're, we're actually seeing, you know, a 10 year old hybrid that's been sold three times as a used vehicle that is still, um, you know, we're getting that information on them. So that's they're good. doing it. Yeah. They're doing a good job at trying to get it out there, but like anything else, I mean, these vehicle models change so quickly, right? It's pretty difficult to do that. And the one we use, uh, that they showed us is pro hybrid assist and it lets you look up the component locations and stuff like that because like and that's one reason i'm glad i went down there to florida is why i kind of had my eyes open to it there and but i took the class in st louis because they came here and taught a class um there's another event a big hail event that they have they just started having it i think this last year in march and i think they're gonna have it every year but they do training there for like PDR guys and stuff. Right. Cause I mean, obviously for you, just like with us as a firefighter, you know, you still need to be cautious of the, you know, the airbag uh, struts and the pressurized tubes. And there's other things in the car. If you're digging around trying to get your tool in there, you can't just jam yeah, something down there. Exactly. And there, and there gets to be more electronics in the car. There more, there is, you got to watch out for tearing up when you're in there or, getting yourself electrocuted and i mean i really had no idea until you got into the training on it what kind of danger you're in and almost even jacking a car in the wrong spot because a lot of them wires run through the bottom of the car so dan is there certain certifications that you have that you're required to do in the business that you're in actually there's not but there are certifications that guys that try and better themselves in the business try and get there's a pdr nation that i'm a member of and napdr another organization i'm a member of and then i've done the pdr college class the imi certification and then i've also bought a scan tool like for when i'm working on a car like dealers i'll plug them in and scan them and make sure it's not showing any codes i will do that to make sure when I'm working on a car, I'll plug it in, make sure it's not showing any codes. If it is, I let the customer know and then check it after I'm done to make sure I didn't cause any codes to where I don't want someone out there in an unsafe vehicle. Dan, owning your own business can present challenges among itself, but how has it been for your family life owning your own business? Because I'm sure there's been challenges there too. How have you handled those challenges? It is definitely challenging um, having a business and a family. Both are great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my wife, Lisa, helps with the business and takes care of the kids mostly. So that allows me to 
concentrate on the business more. She does help me quite a bit with the business also. It is nice because you can sometimes sneak away to like now both my kids are in golf matches and go to those sometimes, but sometimes I can't go also because I've right. got to go do the work. So you got the good and bad there. Mm-hmm. So, so Dan, what's the best part about owning a business here in Highland? I'd say I have a shop at my house where we do the work. I'm really glad I did that. Let's me meet customers if it's later for them to come by of an evening i'm already at home it's not a big deal to go meet them out in the garage and then coming in to eat dinner if i am working late i do get to sneak in and eat with the family hang out with them a little bit and then go back out work a few hours that's one thing i really like about having a business here in highland so that brings up a good point with uh you know obviously you have the business they can they can go over there and we'll give them all the details here uh later on in the episode but are you able to also go on site to someone's home or their business if they need you to look at a vehicle? Yeah, I can do an estimate out in the field, you know, look at it for someone. Ideal conditions or getting it in my shop because the lighting's really good in there and it's a controlled environment for working on the vehicle. If you got the lighting right, you can see so much better to do the repair. So, so But you might be able to go out and at least give them a ballpark if it's something you're going to be able to do and things like that. Yeah, and like a regular door dent, something like that, you know, or even a bigger dent. But the hail damage, you really almost got to get it inside for an estimate. And kind of where we touched on earlier, you talked about bringing up tents and stuff, you know, with hailstorm, they don't really see the damage quite as well. Getting it inside, you really need to see all the damage in the vehicle that you're not going to see on a parking lot. So at your shop, Dan, you have do you have special lighting that allows you to see the dents more clearer than, per se, like at a tent? Yeah, I do have, and I got them where I can control the situation of the lights. Like, I got half the bay I can shut off, and the other half I can leave on, and plus my lights I have there. I can really control how much light's coming in to really see. And if, if you have your car under one of our lights we use, you'd see the difference, like even... The lights in my garage, one time we had a hail car in there and had an adjuster. We're looking at it, and I go, let me throw my other light on there. And he goes, okay. And he's like, wow, I didn't see all that. I go, I didn't either until I threw my actual work light on it, you know. So it does make a huge difference. So there's a huge advantage then for people to come to your shop so that you can do that. Yeah, because you can, they see it, and they, they write as fair of an estimate as they can, like your insurance adjuster. But if they don't have the lights and and those guys are on a time restraint too, they've got to get so many done because when it hails, it's usually a big thing and like they're covered up with work. They're trying to get you an estimate, but it's not always an accurate estimate, which like if you don't get your car fixed, you may be short changing yourself by thousands of dollars possibly on a hail car. So basically when you, I know I've had a hail damaged car years ago, actually all of our vehicles were damaged um, almost, I think they totaled them, honestly. But you're saying that basically if you go in and accept that, it, potentially if you're going to keep the car, you might be shortchanging. And if I had it checked by another person, you know, you could maybe find other damage that they're not finding. Yes. And I don't think it's maliciously or purposely they're doing that. I think it's just they're under time restraint and then the lighting and stuff is just not ideal conditions for looking at it. Well, and and to be fair, I'm sure with yourself, you could be out at a, you know, at a Hardee's parking lot, 
looking at someone's vehicle and give them a ballpark of what it's going to be. But when you get it back to the shop, there might be something behind the door that you didn't know was there or, or something else. Right. Yeah. And, and with insurance companies, is it the same where if, if it does get under bid, usually you can file a supplement and just like with any other. Yes, repair? exactly. Yeah. What we do is you bring the car to us and we look it over and say that their price of what they give you is not enough compared to the damage we found. We can get the supplement for you and get that taken care of to where the only cost is your deductible still. So then would you work with the insurance company at that point? Yeah, the customer brings me to their car. I take it from there. I, They're picking their car up prepared. That's how it's handled. So, Dan, talking about uh, the hailstorm in Litchfield, how did you handle that being away from your shop with the lighting at the, at the dealership? Do they have special lighting there, or how do you handle that? getting the estimates for the people. We've got our own lights that we travel and use also. They put us in a location to where we could kind of set it up how we needed. And then we actually work with the dealership and we got with the insurance adjusters and worked with them. We actually used our lights to estimate the cars to get proper pricing for the dealership as well, you know, and customer cars. Is there a certain size dent that you cannot fix or that you... It's not necessarily the size. It's more the stretch to it and just kind of... That's where I almost got to see it and see what the damage is, kind of evaluate it. Just depends if the dent's got stretch in it. And I can kind of walk a customer through if it's repairable, how I'd repair it, and if it's not repairable and why, you know, and what their best course of action is to get it repaired like if it is a body shop or i can repair it so the best thing is when in doubt just give you a call yeah and i'll be glad to walk them through what's best for them to get their car fixed okay great yeah dan you talk about you know the size of the dent and that was something i guess i always thought about little little hail dents or door dings as being what you do here but i saw on your website or i think it was your facebook page you had done a repair for a, a pickup truck for a landscaping company where they backed into a tree. And I mean, there was major damage to the quarter panel, the bumper and everything on this car. And I I was amazed at how well, I mean, you made it look like it was almost brand new. Yeah. That one come out really well. And that's where like Gina was asking me earlier about how you tell or knowing whether it can be repaired or not. I almost got to see it because just because it's a big dent doesn't mean it can't be repaired. You know, sometimes the bigger ones can be, it's the, stretch to it but yeah that one and they would have had to have vinyl lettering put back on the side all that adds up you know to the cost of the repair so dan how are you using are you starting to use social media more to promote your business um i know facebook is you can do facebook live videos are you starting to see that that's people are starting to know more about your business yeah and i've Use some of that, especially during the hailstorms and stuff, marketed that way with Google, AdWords on Google and stuff. Um, and that's worked out well. And uh, I have been kind of lacking on doing anything on Facebook. Like I need to do some new posts on there. Yeah, I do advertise through both of those. So, Dan, for the listeners that want to get more information, maybe they're like me and they've been driving around with that dent for six months in their car and they'd like to get an estimate, where do they go to, to get in touch with you? They can get a hold of me on my cell phone, which is 618-570-9595. Or they can check me out on my website, 
dentspecialistinc.com. And uh, there's a form on there you can fill out to get a free estimate, get your information, send over pictures through that. That's a good way to contact me and see some of the work and stuff. And phone, you can text me on that also, 618-570-9595. Also, I'd call before you come because sometimes we're out and about, but our address is 2908 Amberwood Drive, Highland, Illinois, if you wanted to come by and get an estimate. But I'd recommend texting me or calling, you know, to make sure we're there, not running cars or something. Thanks for having me on here. Appreciate your guys' time. We appreciate you taking the time to come on, too, and uh, we look forward to working with you maybe in the future. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Voices of Highland podcast. Once again, thanks to our guest, Dan Neltner with Dent Specialist. And until next time, have a great day.